Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Welcome back to the show. My name is Lloyd Ross and this is Money Grows on Trees podcast. Today's episode is all about the cash flow quadrant. The cash flow quadrant made famous by, of course, Mr. Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad and the author of The Cash Flow Quadrant. He's actually authored a lot of other books like The Business of the 21st Century, um, a lot of investing books, and he's really seemed to be that, you know, largely one of the best educators on money and business in the world. Okay. So I learned this from Robert Kiyosaki and we've actually implemented this into our life. So I'm really very, uh, in tune with the cash flow quadrant because I've moved through all four quadrants. Okay. Quadrant meaning four. So there's four parts to it, right? And, um, what's great about this is it gives you a path to follow in terms of creating freedom, you know, investing, uh, creating a, a side hustle or a business. And just deciding where you are right now and where you want to go. So I read about this many, many years ago, the cash flow quadrant, and it made a lot of sense to me. Uh, and I was always looking to move through the quadrant. I just didn't know how. Uh, but I think once you have the, the blueprint of the quadrant, you know which is which. You know where you are and where you want to go. And once you know where you are, then you can change, right? So the cash flow quadrant, is, is there's four parts to it. The top left quadrant, the first quadrant is called the E quadrant. E stands for employee. And employees are the ones, you know, where this is what they teach you how to become at school. They teach you to become, you know, compliant, um, you know, have security. So the people in the e-quadrant want high security. So I want a good paying job with benefits. And those people are the ones that, you know, work for 40 years, 40 hours a week for 40, you know, 40 hours a week for 40 years uh, before they can retire, right? So uh, that is the, the beginning quadrant because most people are in the e-quadrant. And so what happens is when they get sick and tired of asking for annual leave, when they get sick and tired of having the boss that's a pain or the, the, working on projects that don't inspire them or, you know, they just feel like, you know, I, I, maybe I was putting the earth to a bit more than just take orders. Um, and they've got some sort of entrepreneurial flame. What happens is they move out of the E-quadrant. Now, um, E-quadrant, whilst you get security, if you are only depending on one form of income, it's actually quite risky because you're one paycheck away from financial ruin, basically. Because if you if you don't have any other income streams besides that one, then you're you're not diversifying your income streams. So if you lose your job, you are in a little bit of trouble, right? So so E seems like it's secure, but uh, you know I think the reality is it's not. Um, so people people think, okay, well I need to change something. What am I going to do? And they they move to the next quadrant below that, which is S, the S quadrant. If you can imagine, you know, on, on a, if I drew it, the E is in the top left, the S is on the bottom left, the B is on the right, top right, and the I is on the bottom right. So it goes E to the S to the B to the I, okay? So the bottom left quadrant is the S quadrant. S stands for specialist or self-employed. And mostly people, when they leave the E quadrant, they become self-employed. And I, when I left corporate, you know, I was in the E, and I realized, I was like, oh my God, I can't, write these reports that are just getting thrown in the bin all the time. I can't commute an hour and a half to work every day. I can't, I can't imagine myself doing this for the next 40 years. So I wanted to move. So I moved to the uh, the S quadrant. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to get into real estate. And I got into real estate marketing and sales. And 
it was a traditional business, but I was self-employed because I only made money when I worked. So did I have more freedom? Yes. Did I have more autonomy? Yes. Was I working on something that I enjoyed more? Absolutely. And did I have a better, you know, did I have to ask for annual leave? Not as much. Not, not really. Uh, there's just so many better, so many better things to it, to, to living in the S quadrant than the E quadrant. But it was a little, little more risky because my income wasn't as secure because it required me to actually, you know, do sales and settle transactions and I didn't have a wage or anything like that. So, uh, was it more freedom? Yes, but less security. Okay. So anyway, I'm in the S quadrant and, uh, and I realized, I think, well, this is not scalable. What I mean by that is if you're in the S quadrant and you can't leave your business for a month without it going pear shape, without it, without it going to ruin or without you know, losing money or, or like if you can't leave your business for a month or 60 days without earning money, you don't have a business, you have a job. You own a job. Okay. You just have more autonomy. So I realized this and I thought, well, I'm in this business and now I can't make money unless I work and which is fine, but it's just where, where, where does the freedom come from? If that's the case, where, where, where does the freedom ever come from? So I thought, well, I need to be in something that's scalable, something that's, that works when I'm not working. And what I realized was I thought, well, I need to move from the S quadrant across the other side. So the E and the S are on the left hand side of the quadrant. And that's what's called a linear income, income that you earn that's based on your time. So I could only so many hours in the day means, means I could only earn so much income, which means the income is not scalable beyond my own capacity. And that linear income is capped. And most people, 95% of people live on the left-hand side of the quadrant. 95%. But, uh, sorry, yeah. And 5% of the world's wealth is built there. So 95% of people live there, but 5% of the world's wealth is created there. So not a wealthy side of the quadrant. So you've got to move to the other side and you've got to cross what I call the wall of courage to move across to the other side. And once you get there, you're in the B quadrant. Top right is the B quadrant. Bottom right is the I quadrant. And so I was like, you know, I thought, fire, I've got to get out of the S quadrant. So I started a side hustle. And what's great about, um, you know, the business of the 21st century, things like network marketing, affiliate marketing, e-com and stuff like that, but primarily network marketing was for us, was a, it allowed us to build the B quadrant, build the big business while we were in the S and the E. So it didn't take a lot of risk, basically, which is cool. So we got to cross the wall of courage to go to the B quadrant to build what we call big business. B stands for big business. And the difference between S and B is that the B quadrant is where you've got a team. You've got leverage. It's not just you doing the work. It's others. And that's the difference between people that can scale and people that can't, right? So in the S quadrant, people will be there saying, you know, the only way to do this is to do it myself. Whereas people in the B quadrant are like, I, I, I'm getting a team around me, a network, people that can work with me towards a common goal. And once you move to the B quadrant, you realize you've got a team around you doing a lot of the work with you and you can amplify your income and it can actually rise beyond how many hours in the day that you have. So now we earn money. We actually get, we, we earn money probably 460 times a year, you know, different times. Sometimes when we're sleeping, sometimes when we're awake, sometimes when we're working, sometimes when we're not. And it's not dictated by our, you know, how many hours we have in the day or how many people we see. Our income is dictated by other things, you know, leverage. So on the right hand side of the quadrant, the B and the I is leveraged income because it, you're doing 1% of the work, but getting 100% of the income or productivity. And that's the difference between S and B. So you want to be in the B quadrant. Now, being in the big business quadrant means you've got to start a business, but a lot of people don't know how to do that. You start a business while you're in the, on the other side of the quadrant. While you're in the E and the S, 
you start a B. And that's what we did. We did it, uh, started seven years ago. And our B business ended up paying us more than we were making in the E and the S. And that's when we moved across to the B and the I side completely and wholly. We just went straight over, resigned from my, my property business and went into our, our network marketing business full time. That was three, 2018 now. Okay. So three years ago and almost oh, two and a half years ago, I would say. And at that point, what we were in big business, we we're like, wow. So all of our income is now through the, some of the work we do, but also some of the work that the, t- you know, other people do. And that's leveraged income is the side to be on. And once you get there, you've got a level of freedom and automation and scalability and autonomy. And yeah, it's, you know, you can go on holidays and still get paid and, you know, you can go away from your business for a month and still, it's still there and it still gets paid because it's not just dependent on you basically. And then what happened was even when I was in the E quadrant and the S quadrant and then the B quadrant, I was always putting money into stocks because I always wanted to be in the I quadrant, which means it's the investor quadrant. That's the final quadrant, bottom right. And when you go to the B quadrant, what you do want to do is you want to get, save some money and you want to invest it because you do want to have some of the I quadrant. Uh, I quadrant's great because it's just the investor where your money makes money. That's very leveraged income because it actually requires zero work from you, zero input. It's like where you buy income. So you buy shares, you buy property, whatever it is, and that spits out more income. Okay, that's, that's a really good place to be. So right now, Alicia and I would, uh, we'd be in the B and the I quadrant. Okay, now we still work in our business, so I can't say it's completely passive. We still work because we love doing it and we want to grow it and we've got big goals. So we're working away in our big business, but it's not just based on our productivity and our time. We've got a whole big team behind it, right? And that's where it can amplify. Some weeks you can make, you know, I think, uh, you know, our highest week, you know, disclaimer, not every week's the same, but I think our highest week is, is 13,000 in a week from our network marketing business. And it varies, of course, because it's a customer based business. And, uh, we've obviously got our share portfolio and, and investments in the, in the bottom right as investors. So we, our money makes money too. We get passive income through dividends. And, uh, we also have a, you know, digital marketing business. So we have, we have, uh, you know, authored a book, got some courses, help people, coach them. And so that also brings in, that's a big business too, because it's leveraged, because it's part of a team effort. So that's where you really want to be. You want to be in the B and the I. Now, eventually you might just want to stay, stay in the I. But, you know, I love business so much. I think I'll always be in the B and the I. Either way, you want to move across the leverage, uh, sorry, the, you know, the, the, the wall of courage in the middle. Because once you move across to the right, the B and the I, that is where the true freedom and flexibility and fun and really spending time doing exactly what you want to do with the people you want to do it. But it took us, look at that. It took us, it took me, I was in corporate. I resigned in 2012 and I was in the corporate for five years and went down. And so I moved from E quadrant to S and I was there for seven years in the S. Okay, so that's 12 years. All through that 12 years, I was putting money away into shares. So that's some of the I quadrant. But then eventually, you know, seven years ago, we started the B quadrant. We started it. And once we started it, it allowed us after, you know, a few years, four years, really, four-year career, we, we were able to move out of the S uh, into the, into the, uh, into the, e, uh, into the B quadrant, right? So 
that's how we did it. We just do, you don't just go bang, bang, bang. I'm in the B. I'm here forever. Like too many people start a business and they just jump out of their job too fast, jump out of their self-employed. They just do it too quickly. So it took us time, took me time to realize I didn't want to be in the E and I resigned, but I had savings behind me to do it. That's why I think you should always save, have some backup plan. So, cause I resigned, left there, went to the S, stayed there, realized it wasn't scalable. It always needed me to be there. Didn't want that. Didn't get enough freedom. Started in the B, started a B while I was in the S, gave it some time. Worked the way at it, four years into it. Then I was like, you know what? I'm earning enough from the B, more than I am from the S. It's time to move. Move to the B. Then it was in the B thinking, well, the B's great. Love it. Going to scale this up. Infinitely scalable income, which is fantastic. But also want to keep, want to build the I because I love when you buy income. It makes even more sense. It's even more leveraged. It's more scalable because it doesn't require any effort from you apart from the buying and the intelligent investing component. But now we're in between B and I. So eventually you can move right into I and sit right in there and do what you want. But if you love business like me, you'll probably always be in the B and I. Okay. So that's the cash flow quadrant. I think it's the, the, why I wanted to do this episode is because I think it's important that you know where you are. And I want you to know that you can move. Like no one forced me to leave the E. I made that decision. I saved some money and I made a decision. Now a lot of people go, well, why did you do that? There's such a secure income and this and that. I'm like, you know what? Because God didn't put me on this earth to do things I didn't want to do, like or I wasn't good at or wasn't destined to do. And I'll, you got to do what fills you up, what 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 lights you up. You got to get a better Monday and 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 be happy and excited to go and do your thing, you know. And if you don't, if you want freedom, you got to make changes. You've got to change. Everyone can change. You're not stuck. So you move to the S, and then you realize in the S it's not scalable. You're like, damn, no one kept me there either. I had some hard conversations to get to move out of the S. All right? That was hard too to make those decisions, but the hard decisions on the other side is always something amazing. Now we're in the B and the I, right? So I just want you to know that you can always change. So decide which where you are in the quadrant, where you want to be, but be happy there. If you are, be happy there. Great. And if you want to change, change. And that's what I did. But do it over time so you don't, you know, jump out of your job and all of a sudden you've got no cash flow. You don't want that, right? You can do it all nice and steadily, okay? And that's what we did. So that's it. That's it for the cash flow quadrant episode. Um, if you if you want, feel free to leave me a review. And of course, if you want to share this on your Instagram stories, Facebook stories, by all means, do that. If you've learned some stuff, give me a, you know give us a shout out, tag me in it, tell me what you got out of it. And of course, if you want me to come uh, and do any podcast episodes, feel free to DM me, uh, and uh, I'll come and do that particular episode. So thanks for listening again. Uh, love you all, appreciate it, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees podcast. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 